the North men. Well, for a while, I wasn't sure if it was the Norsemen or uh, the Northern or uh, I don't know. It just felt kind of I wasn't quite sure because Norse and North, two different things. So I saw that movie tonight, and, you know, I liked parts of The Witch, the movie The Witch, but I, I wasn't satisfied with the ending of it at all. I thought he cheaped out. Uh, the Green Knight, I liked a lot. Uh... And so now we got the Northman, and uh, it was quite quite the experience tonight watching it. Uh, very very uh, bloody, very uh, Conan esque, especially in the beginning. And uh, Skarsgård uh, does a great job. Everybody does a superb job in it, and the, the production of it is awesome. There's a lot of passion put into it. And uh, Will, Willem Dafoe was quite good, as always. Plays Jester in this uh, and I like that the thing kind of takes place in uh, the Viking. It's the Viking era, but it's kind of like a Viking monarchy in it. And uh, the main dude there, I can't. I can't remember his name, but I'll just say I'll just say Skarsgård because that's the actor's name. He decides to, uh, you know, when he's a kid, he watches his dad get killed, and he goes through this whole big thing before that, you know, it's the dad is like, if, if I get killed, uh, you have to avenge me, and there's this whole big weird routine that they go through where they pretend they're dogs, and it's 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 a kind of a weird setup, but you don't you're not really you don't really know that much about the dad but it played beautifully by Ethan Hawke. I think Ethan Hawke's really uh come into his own this past uh year or two. Uh, I've always liked him. I've always thought he was a good actor, but now he's really getting the the meaty roles, I think, or the more mature roles maybe. And uh yeah. Yeah, he has to. His father gets killed by. This is spoilers. His father gets killed by his his brother. Um. For uh, you know, for reasons. You know, for reasons. <laughs> um. That aren't immediately clear upon first viewing. Um. Also, his dad's uh, wife. You know, he he takes his 
his brother's wife and all that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, the North man, he's got to escape. Uh, and he gets away, but not before uh, being held down by this dude that uh, was going to kill him. But he cuts this guy's nose off, pretty much. Um, and then he flees by boat. And he swears vengeance as he escapes. But Skarsgård is always... He plays a... It, he almost always plays a, a, he, a heaviness. He's got a that villainous quality to him of just like he's like got that darkness and it's definitely here in this character for sure for sure in fact the only time I didn't see that that kind of a edge or darkness to him was was in uh, uh, the last King Kong movie King of Monsters or whatever I don't know no I don't think it was King of Monsters Kong vs. Godzilla and which he was surprisingly light in and friendly. Uh, and then there's another one. Oh, probably Tarzan, which I haven't seen, but I don't think he was dark in that. So, but this one, he embraces that darkness again. And he's, uh, he plays kind of like a berserker, uh, uh, you know, grown up, uh, grown up now. And he's, uh, you know, um, he's been, you know, uh, raised by, I, I guess, kind of like a, a Viking mercenary group of some sort. And, uh, yeah, he just, he's, he's going around killing people. And, uh, one of the early scenes that is kind of wild that I kind of question my uh, empathy for his character was he, after, you know, seeing his, his dad killed and his mom dragged away, he witnesses it again by, you know, a kid's, you know, a kid uh, getting his mother and dad taken away from him or something. And the kid goes running to, into a barn. And then they they end up all burning the barn. And I was thinking... Boy, you would think his character would have tried to stop the kid or stop uh, the people from burning the kid because that, that's the same thing that happened to him. It's happening to that kid. So I, right away, I'm like, geez, this is pretty hardcore. You know, I don't think this, I don't think this is a good thing for the character, or at least I think it's dooming him because he's not trying to save uh, this kid from the fate that happened to him. So... That was a pretty telling thing right away. Um, but the movie kind of keeps you hooked and it keeps you um, on his side a little bit. And although he's, you know, if you viewed him from outside, if he wasn't the main protagonist of the movie, you'd probably think, well, he's a pretty, pretty hardcore nut, nutty character. But this, this movie does a pretty good job at seeing things from his perspective a bit. And there's a really good scene where he gets this sword. And I can't, don't even ask me to pronounce what the name of this sword is. It's a Viking sword. And uh, 
there's a lot of really wild scenes in this movie. <laughs> like there's a like a, sh- a, sh- a shaman kind of guy that, you know, the Willem Dafoe's character, we'd find out he got killed along with uh, Skarsgård's uh, dad. And the shaman brings out this head and it, it's Willem Dafoe's head. And he said that his, his eyes got chewed out and the tongue chewed out or pulled out, all that gross stuff. And so he communicates uh, through the head, the shaman does. And it's the Willem Dafoe telling him where to find his sword to avenge his dad and everything. He finally, he goes to where that sword is and he's got to take on like this undead uh, zombie-like guy in the throne, which you're not really sure if it's, if he's, uh, if it's really happening or if it's in his head. They kind of imply that this fight against the zombie is in his head. Uh, so I don't know. It's it's a, it's a good scene. I just kind of wish they didn't. You know, they should have kept it not so much, or left left it to where we're judging for ourselves whether that really happened or not. Um, he meets this blonde girl, uh, played by a, a familiar actress. I can't remember her name, but she's been on a lot of stuff lately, and she's great. She's great, and he kind of falls for her a little bit. She falls for she falls for him. They're on a slave ship, um, and yeah, uh, she ends up helping him out, and he helps her out a little bit. He starts becoming, you know, the head slave honcho on this uh, in this Viking town where the. Uh, his his uncle lives, and the, the uncle is the main villain in this movie. And he ends up, and he's like, "No, this is this is foretold. Foretold. I'm gonna make this guy suffer." And um, you know, he's got this sword, but what's great about this sword is that he can never pull it out of its scabbard unless it's the right time, like to kill his uncle. Like he, he's right by the. He, it's like a prophecy foretold. It's got to happen in front of like a lava volcano and all that. And it's very kind of uh, Return of the Sith uh, or Revenge of the Sith or whatever. Uh, higher ground. Uh, there's some higher ground things happening here. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of... Uh, there's a big twist. Uh, it's a big spoiler right here, but we find out that the mom didn't want his dad... And is happy to be with uh, the uncle. And uh, it's pretty serious. Like, it's a pretty heavy scene. And then uh, she attacks him. And so he's got it. He ends up killing her. So he ends up killing his own mom. And uh, the kid, which would be his his half-brother or whatever, ends up stabbing him a bunch of times and weakening him. Uh, there's a lot going on in this movie. A lot of different levels. And themes happening here. Um, it, it caused me to think of a lot about my own life for some odd reason. And and think about um, 
because uh, there, there's a turning point in the movie where Skarsgård uh, was, is going to go away. You know, he's got a chance to get, get out and get away and not take vengeance upon his uncle. I think they escaped a slave, uh, the, the slave town there, or slave, slave village, and he finds out that he, you know, he not, you know, he got her pregnant, and yeah, from there it's like uh, uh, he's like, she's like, well, just you know, come with me and be be the father, and we'll raise the family and the kids and all that. And he's like, no. He's like, it was a prophecy that I had to take, make a choice. Do I, uh, uh, I don't know, take action over uh, by through hate or through hate and um, or or do, through kindness of my fellow. Um, my fellow people, and he's like, I, I, I've stuck to, I've made the choice a long time ago to be the man of, uh, of pretty much vengeance or whatever, of, of hate to, you know, take care of this, uh, this uncle, this evil uncle. So he jumps off the boat, and he swims back to the uh, village, and he, uh, well, he, uh, he, you know, he, he takes down uh, a lot of people and uh, he go he chases after the uncle, but, and that's where that whole big incident where he kills his mom and, and his half-brother and it's not a good scene. <laughs> it's like, this isn't going the way he thought it would and uh, ends up into a, a big... Uh, scene where he's weak and substantially going into this fight. And so he's at a distinct disadvantage. And the final fight with, with the uncle is pretty good because you didn't think... You know, like, he's got a lot of motivation, but he's weakened so much. And there's a point where you don't think he's going he's gonna to do it. You don't think he's going to do it, but... Uh, spoilers, uh, he does, he, he ends up killing, beheading his uncle, but at the same time, his uncle gets in the killing stroke, and so they both die at the same time, pretty much, and then he goes off into, uh, and this is what I was worried about, how it was going to end, because this director, Eggers, he was not known for his his endings, you know, but he's able to do it, he's able to send them up into, into Valhalla, and uh, it's very, there's a lot of Darren Aronofsky, uh, the fountain in this, I think, because of the there's a, the tree, the tree of life or whatever. Um, there's there's like a mythical. It involves gods and and mythical um, lands or creatures or situations. Um, this didn't go into the mythical as much as I thought it would, but it it goes into it a little bit. So I'm glad it did. Um, yeah, it's an interesting film. I'm gonna, I'm sure I'm gonna watch it a, a few more times. But it got me thinking. I'm like, what if it's just not so much? What if you replaced his mission of taking vengeance? 
and replace that with the modern situation. Like, what if it's just a man that needs to fulfill his purpose of becoming X uh, in life? Maybe whether that's a career, a uh, certain kind of um, artist, uh, what have you. His his career slash purpose. What if he chooses that over? family and becoming a family man and all that and i mean he says in the movie he'll 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 have both but it doesn't end up that way so there's a deeper metaphor going on and it made me think about my own life and uh if i had the choice or it's do you make do you have the family or do you you uh, go off and, and fulfill your purpose knowing that it could kill you or severely cripple you in some way, whether it's mental or emotional. So there's a lot going on that made me think about things while watching it. So it's it's an escape, but at the same time, it's an introspective escape for me. Now, I doubt a lot of people watching this movie are going to have that same experience, but I did. So it was good. I was moved. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot more things I could say about it. Uh, everyone is top-notch. Special effects are great. Uh, the where, where it's shot, the locations are look very authentic. Um, really nicely done. And I'm not, I'm not. I'm sure the budget wasn't huge on it, but it looks great. Like they had a huge budget on it, and uh, I'm glad I saw it. I had to push myself to see it. It was the late show. Um, but I wanted to do it. I wanted to get it in because I knew this was a movie I had to go support. And a lot like The Green Knight, I felt like I needed to support a movie like this because it's the kind of genre I like. Um, I like the fantasy slash Viking genre. I like that stuff a lot. So... I wonder if this guy's going to attack all Western next. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, grading, I'll give this. There's not much to to not like here. I'm going to give this a, I'll give it a nine. And that's pretty high. Uh, it's not quite perfect. I think there's some things in it. They could have added some more mythological things of the gods and I think if they stuck to actually the supernatural things a little bit more instead of kind of like implying so much that it was in his head and letting us make up our own mind I think that would have been the smarter way to go so really it's just that choice alone and some missed opportunities keeps it from being a 10 but a 9 is pretty damn good that's that's a very good score uh, at the worst, this movie's an eight, which is still ve- which is still very good, um, or at least a good. Uh, I think this is a very good movie. I think it's going to be remembered for a long time, and you don't see very uh, many movies like this being made these days. And A twenty three is an awesome studio studio. They're they're like the new Miramax, so uh, I look I'm looking forward to hopefully. Uh, making some movies with with this studio one day. Uh, so, so hopefully soon, once I get my crap together. But uh, 
There's a review of the North Man. I might do a review on YouTube. I'll see how how I feel. But uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, check it out uh, if you've already watched the movie. Well, I hope you hope you enjoyed this review. Uh, yeah. So thanks for listening.